Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the Airbnb Disney podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us on this Thursday. Uh, we got a loaded show for you tonight. We're going to be touching on, there was some late-breaking Disney news we're going to touch on, uh, as well as uh, we're going to have a very special guest. Her name is Samantha Malodecki. She has a podcast called uh, The Mama Bear Jamboree, which is uh, a Disney podcast. She does other things too, but uh, she'll get into that when she goes on. She's going to be coming on around 8.30. So you're going to want to taste. stay tuned for all that. Um, my name is Barry, and as usual, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, that handsome devil over there. Bill, what's going on tonight? How are you feeling? Uh, you know, I am uh, feeling okay. I, uh, I felt better, but yeah. I felt worse. So uh, well, that's I, am, I am giving everyone... An average job tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the Rona, do you? I, I hope not. No. No, no, please no. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not feeling too great either. And uh, I'm, I'm asking you guys to forgive me uh, in advance. About, oh, no. four, about four days ago, about four or five days ago, I was chewing on ice. Okay. As people do. I had a fountain soda. I was chewing on ice. And all of a sudden, I heard a crack, right? Yeah. It was my molar, one of my molars. Huge chunk came off. Now, the tooth feels great. It's fine. But it was left jagged. And it's like digging in the bottom of my tongue. I know. Why am I telling this? Well, I have to say it because I sound goofy, more goofy than I normally do, right? I have. I, I didn't. Okay. I didn't notice anything, but uh, now well, that you pointed it out, freak. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I actually went to the dentist today, uh, and he went in there and filed it and did his magic. Uh, so I'm feeling better, but the, it, it's still a little painful to talk. So please bear with me. Uh, <laughs> so last week uh, on our live stream, of course, right in the middle of our live stream. Uh, Disney came out with the news as we were talking about extra magic hours. They came out with the news that, uh, upon reopening, they are not doing uh, extra magic hours or fast pass plus. Um, Bill, let me ask you, how do you, how do you feel about that? You know, the, the fact that the uh, park's going to be at far less capacity, which I still haven't heard what that is. Have you heard for sure that it's going to be 20, 30, whatever it is? Everyone's assuming. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that they said reduced capacity, but they haven't given it. Right, uh, right. Anyway, if you assume that's the case, uh, and I would have to assume that they're going to do uh, virtual queues probably across a lot of lines. I don't know that for sure. I'm just a guy talking here, so don't uh, uh, write it down as fact. But uh, I would assume there's going to be a lot more virtual queues. And therefore, you're going to uh, be able to check in and then come back and you won't have to wait in a line. I would imagine that is why FastPass isn't going to be there. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like if that is the case, which I'm not sure if it is, let's make sure that's clear. I'm not saying that's the way it's going to be. But if that's the way that it is, I don't see that it's going to really be an issue. Yeah. Um, when I uh, first heard the news, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like the fact that they were taking away another perk. Masks, fine. I'm fine with it. I totally get it. Parades, fireworks. I understand why they have to do away with all that stuff. 
when I heard that they were doing away with fast pass and X magic, I was like, man, they're really taking on a lot. But the more I thought about it, they're truly going to need that queue space. When you think about, they have everyone separated, you know, they have mm-hmm. those lines already in there. Imagine every single party having to be six feet apart. They're going to need that queue space. Yeah. And, uh, if it truly is a 20 to 30% capacity, you should be able to get through the, like you said, that you should be able to get through these rides quicker. Yeah. Um, still. So I, I understand now, you know, why Disney's doing it. I think people have to remember that this is temporary. You know, this isn't something that's staying. These parks are trying their best to reopen. Uh, and they're, you know, this is going to be a testing thing. It might last a month, might last a couple months. It's going to eventually go back. Now, FastPass, I believe, should have been refurbed or revamped a long time ago. The fact that you have to plan 60 days in advance stinks. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, they should not go back to paper fast passes because obviously it won't work. But hear me out. What if they did like first come, first serve, but mm-hmm. digital, digitally, like they do with boarding passes for Rise of the Resistance? When you right. the first people who get to the park, you go in your app, see what they got. You know, that, that would make more sense to me. But then again, I'm just I'm just a dope on the internet. Well that is that is true. But that that's exactly yeah. what I was I, I'm assuming that uh that will be the deal is that there will be virtual queues and you're gonna go right through. Um, so you're going to check in and get that later, which means you better get to the park early if you want to, uh, uh, ride the rides that you want to ride, because if you're not there at park open, you're, you may not get a, uh, a fast pass or you may not get a, 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 a queue time for the most popular rides. Yeah. I mean, and, and if, if you, if you were willing to get up and, and the day of and get there early, you should be able to get a fast pass for a uh, flight of passage. Mm-hmm. If you, if you get there at noon, you probably won't, but I, I like the first come first serve type deal. So yeah. Um, uh, moving on from all of that. Well, G- uh, Gabriella has a question about uh, the uh, dining mm-hmm. plans and it looks like that's the way that it is now. It looks like uh, uh, dining plans canceled at least through um I know at least November because our friend Mike uh, was uh, just had his uh, fast passes canceled for November. So uh, if it goes, that's what uh, the uh, posting that was on uh, the uh, Disney website said was 2021. So assuming that's the case, yeah, that uh, assuming they don't they don't have any typos. Yes, that uh, that seems to be correct. I kind of understand why they did that. They did the cancel the dining because I don't, I'm not sure if they know what the capacity limit is going to be with restaurants. And and they didn't want to say, okay, I'm sure that they already have every restaurant booked to capacity right now. Yeah. So I they- think that you've got two things there. You've got that. You've also got the fact that, uh, uh, I may have made my restaurant reservation. However, many months ago, uh, you can do yeah. it up to six months in advance. And once I find out that uh, the the virus isn't going away or that I still have to wear a mask or anything else, I may just not show up. What's what's my penalty if I don't do that? So they need to kind of clear the mechanism mm-hmm. to go back and uh, 
uh, make sure that uh, they have folks there that want to be there and who are actually going to be there. Yeah, no doubt. So, uh, Bill, mm -hmm. you uh, there was news. Actually, it was just released. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday evening, late yesterday, mm -hmm. it was released. But yes, sir, you are correct. You are and, correct, sir. Uh, you are correct. <laughs> that is uh, that uh, there have been uh, cast members who work for Union Unite here, Local 737, who work for a lot of uh, different um, hotels, and you'll see Springs is in there as well. But uh, a lot of the, those places have been called back to work, uh, including uh, the Animal Kingdom Lodge, Boardwalk, etc. You can uh, see that just as easily as I can. Uh, but that's on June 14th. They're coming back. So good nice. things are ahead. And uh, the Universal stuff, too. Didn't you have something yes. on that? As a matter of fact, uh, you know, tomorrow is uh, Universal opening day. Um, they had uh, cast member previews the last couple of days. Prior to that, they had, I'm sorry, they had uh, the uh, uh, annual pass holders the last couple of days. Prior to that, they had the cast holders. Uh, so they've been going all week, practicing all of those measures, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I have seen quite a few friends who are down in the Orlando area post about it, saying that Universal has done an excellent job of setting all of that fun stuff up uh, and uh, making sure that uh, it is as magical as uh, humanly possible, given the circumstance. Uh, there are people who are pouncing as soon as they see someone do something with their mask. So that is good news. Uh, they said transportation, as far as uh, from the hotels, is very limited. There are, I think they said, a max of 18 people on each bus. I assume Disney will do something similar to that. What that means is this morning, um, they all lined up super early and had to wait. Um, you know, like they got in line a little before 7. The first bus didn't arrive until 7.30 but it was four buses that loaded everybody up. Um, they were doing temperature checks at the hotels before they left to try to uh, streamline that process a little bit. So I'd imagine those are the kinds of things we will also see from Disney as well. Resort guests will probably get a temperature check and some sort of uh, wristband, that kind of thing uh, at the hotel so they can uh, skip right through uh, the line and do that. So, uh, that, uh, that is uh, kind of great news. And I am sure that, uh, universal will continue to, uh, streamline those things and, uh, work through any bugs that may be coming up. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny because, uh, the universal resort universal doesn't even run those. I think they're all, they're all owned by Lowe's. Um, so they don't have to, worry too much about that i mean i'm sure they're you know working together on safety measures yeah yeah but um they don't have nearly as much to worry about as disney does as far as hotels dining everything else i mean there's just so much and i and you understand why it's going to take a little bit longer for disney to get stuff together yeah jennifer says it sounds like unless you plan a vacation you won't get anything i live local and don't really make uh, far out plans. How will your day trippers fare fare with getting reservations? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to take a lot of planning, mm -hmm. you know, 
that's that's all part of the uh, part of the fun, right? I guess. <laughs> sort of. Uh, I mean, but I I can tell you, you know, one of the, we've talked about heading down there, and we do, we're a little concerned that we could make the trip and not even be able to get into the park every day that we're down there, um, which would uh, kind of stink. I, I would hate to make that trip and then not know if I'm a- actually able go- to be able to get in or not. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it, it'll be interesting for sure. Wayne says it's like Rise of the Resistance every day now. Pretty much, pretty much. Julie has a uh, interesting uh, statement here. She said, just mm-hmm. an FYI, my son threw a high temperature at his doctor's visit the other day from wearing his hat uh, for 45 minutes from the head temperatures. They took a temp in the mouth directly after and had no temp. I'm going to tell my clients hold off on wearing hats after temp checks. That's interesting because I wear a hat all day, every day. So I will know now to not wear a hat as I'm going up to the uh, temperature check. Those temperature guns are not the most accurate things in the world. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. But. But I did read somewhere that they have what they call a cooling area. I think we discussed yeah. this before. Yeah, and that's something that uh, Melikens yeah. uh, uh, mm-hmm. said as well. They'll have cooling off areas. So if you pe- if you don't get that first one, you go yeah. cool they off have, a bit and go again. They have an air-conditioned tent um, where you can sit down for five minutes or whatever, cool yourself off, um, and, uh, you know, take your temp again. Andy right. says I wore a hat and didn't have issues at Springs. Well, yeah, but see, it's different. I'm like a Sasquatch. I'm like a, a big fat hairy man and I sweat all day long. So women, sh- women should be fine with it. John says, Barry, are you capable of not wearing a hat? You don't want to see me without a hat. It's a disaster area. Yeah. You do not want to see it. So they just announced today uh-huh. that, all the NBA teams have uh, not unanimously, but they decided they voted on it to carry on the season starting July 31st at Disney. Um, not every team is involved. Most of the teams, I think a lot of teams of the Eastern conference aren't involved, mm-hmm. but so they're staying at Cor- Coronado Springs. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're playing at the ESPN wide world of sports. I think it is whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Convention thing they have there. Uh-huh. St- still don't know the details about fans who who are actually you know who knows about yeah. that. I'm but, guessing it's not going to be fans. Yeah, probably not. So, fun fact. Uh, so today, uh, this this day in Disney history, uh, the uh, many adventures of Winnie the Pooh ride opened in Magic Kingdom hmm. on June 4th. Um, it opened in 1999. On June 4th. And of course, it. Uh, so the Winnie the Pooh Poo ride can now drink legally. <laughs> yes. So, uh, what are your thoughts about the Winnie the Pooh ride, Bill? And the people, you know, that are listening, what are your general thoughts of it? And and keep in mind, too, this is the ride that uh, replaced. replaced Toads, um, Mr. Toads, yeah. Yes, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. What are your thoughts about the Winnie the Pooh ride? It's kind of trippy. You know, like it's much more trippy than I remember Winnie the Pooh being, you know, I should go back and watch all of the Winnie Winnie the Pooh things because I haven't really since I was a kid. Uh, But I don't remember Winnie the Pooh 
being quite as trippy as that ride is. Yeah. It feels uh, more like a, maybe an Alice in Wonderland ride. Yeah. That, that you could understand. It's definitely the weakest link of dark rides. In magic. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, as far as I, I still think poo is a necessary thing, if not every time, then every other time. Uh, but uh, you, you can't say when uh, the there's a dark ride about uh, the uh, river, uh, Pandora River, whatever it's called. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Pan- but, uh, uh, I can't think of it either. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know the dark ride. And yeah, yeah. That's, that is well, every bit is bad. Uh, as uh, <laughs> I meant, um, in Magic Kingdom, okay, not okay. all of Disney World in Magic Kingdom, I would say even, even, um, a little, little mermaid. mermaid ride is better, yeah, you know, um, of course, it, it, you got to go up against Haunted Mansion and Peter Pan's Flight and Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, does that that that's not good enough to be on, on that level. No, no. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, though, it's longer than uh, like uh, Peter Pan's flight, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, so and uh, the artwork is every bit as good as it is on Peter Pan's flight. Um, I get that Peter Pan's flight is iconic and all of that, but uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, It's just different. Yeah. It's a fun ride. I don't mean to say I don't like it. I, I, I like to do it every time I'm there. And it act and it has one of the coolest effects. And I'll say this: the coolest effects in Disney. And it was a very simple effect, but when Pooh's in there and he falls asleep and it uh, goes and dark he and he, dr- and he yeah. drifts off, he dies. Yeah, that's what he I know. He's die. like Pooh is going to heaven. Yeah, that's always what I see. Um, and that is like one of the most impressive effects on a Disney ride, in my opinion. Uh, and speaking of, you know, Bill is actually on that ride at one point. Um, Bill didn't know I took this picture, but this is Bill finishing up a macaroni and cheese dog from Casey's. That's it. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah. I asked you not to use that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Bill. I didn't mean to betray your trust there. So, Melicans, it's the Navi. It's the Navi River Journey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're all. What kind of Disney fans are we, Bill? Uh, the kind that. Do not remember the names of some rides sometimes. Yeah. You know, that I mean that's I don't remember the names of people either. So it's it's not just mm-hmm. Disney, it's, it's everything in my life. I I can know someone for years and then someone says something uh, or or you know, I'm like, hey, I need to go talk to um Yeah. And I and and I just the name is gone. I don't know, I'm an idiot like that. What's up, Melissa? How are you? Yeah, so um, I think we might be ready to bring on our guest. Yeah? Yes. Well, if then. She's re- uh, if she's ready to come on. Yeah, she's nodding yes right now. And giving she is. She's, I see her down there. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, let's add her. It's hey Samantha. Guys. What's up, Samantha? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> so Samantha is from, wait, I got to say. Can you give us a quick yes? Just say yes. 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 That's the All ticket. All right. Here so, we go. Um, hold on a second. Uh, thank you for joining us. And um, 
So you have a podcast called Mama Bear Jamboree Contest or podcast, correct? I do. Yes. So we are a network of strictly Disney podcasts at this time. It's called Imagination Radio Network. Mm -hmm. And Mama Bear Jamboree is actually our second show. The first show is our Disney history show, which is the Main Street Chronicles. But it's not your typical Disney history show. We take a storyline and tell something in this history of Disney with voice actors and sound effects. So it's kind of like an old fashioned radio show. It's really fun to put those together. So Brian Reed and Stokes Laird, uh, that's their journey. And I just get to help put those pieces together. I am a voice actor on the new season, but it's that's been a lot of fun. Mama Bear Jamboree is our mom's panel podcast. Mm -hmm. And then we have the Lunchbox Ghosts launching the beginning of July, which is going to be our Disney food show. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, what uh, what characters have you played in the um, uh, Main Street Chronicles? Um, last season, I just did a short cameo as Camila DeFalco from Society of Explorers and Adventures. Eventually, that'll come back in another season, I hope. Um, I had to pull an Italian accent out for that one. <laughs> really? You, Italian, you mean like an Italian accent or like a, a, a like a Northeastern accent, Italian accent? No, like an Italian accent. Really? Yeah. I'm, don't ask me to do it right now because it's not going to happen. Okay. Well, <laughs> that, that took me days to try and get the courage for that one. Um, and then this season, I actually play myself along with uh, my friend Walt Post. And we are two wary travelers traveling through the Museum of Imagination. And we're kind of like a little snickery couple that goes back and forth and Archimedes is our tour guide leading us through the exhibits for the Imagineering legends that we're talking about. So it's been a lot of fun. Very cool. So the one I have been listening to was the mama bear jamboree one. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's very insightful. Of course, Bill and I have no clue what we're talking about as far as kids. (laughs) We have, we don't have the slightest clue. What do you think is going to be the biggest challenge? Um, when the parks reopen, bringing your kids back to a park that has that many restrictions in place. To be completely honest, it's kids are unpredictable and we can't predict what they're going to do. However, if we're asking them to wear masks all day, that is going to be very, very difficult for small mm-hmm. children. I'm a kindergarten teacher, so I already know that that's something they're talking about possibly when we go back to school. Mm-hmm. And I already know it's not going to happen. It can't. You cannot ask small children. You can't even ask adults to keep them on that long and have them not complain about it. Adults, you can tell suck it up. You're going to deal with it. Kids, they don't know how to suck it up. They don't know how to deal with it. So um, that's going to be a struggle for parents. But I'm hoping that being in the parks and their parents telling them, we can't stay if you don't keep that on, I'll help. That worked with my daughter today. We were at the store. She didn't want to put her mask on. She I was like, well, then you can't go in. So she put her mask on and we went in. But uh, it's gonna that's going to be a challenge for sure. I don't think the social distancing will be an issue for parents. I actually think that might help a little bit because kids tend to butt up against people and bump into people in line and uh, disturb the other people around them. So this actually might help with that. But I, other than that, I think it's just going to be a lot of patience hoping you get in with your reservations and mm. planning something and it not going the way that you had anticipated and having to explain that to your kids is going to be kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. But if you go in knowing that that's an option and knowing that you have a backup plan, Hey, we'll hang out the 
we'll hang out at the pool instead. We'll go to Disney Springs. We'll find something fun to do. We'll go to the Lego store, knowing that there are other options if things don't go your way and not letting it ruin your trip. You have to be able to make your own magic. How old are your kids? I have a four-year-old daughter. Okay. Yep. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So she's getting ready to go into kindergarten soon, right? I guess. Uh, she starts preschool in in August. Yeah. How old was she when uh, you took her to uh, Disney the first time? Just she had just turned two. Yeah. So yeah, and she is she loves it. For her, it would be an issue not being able to meet characters because that is her favorite thing to do are the character meet and greets. Yes, she loves the rides and. She is a thrill seeker. She will go on every ride that she is tall enough to go on. No problem. But for her character meals, we do one to two character meals a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a big one for her. Yeah. I Bill can and imagine. I, Bill and I were talking about that um, last week about how you're taking a vacation. You're spending thousands upon thousands of dollars the first thing you want to do is you want to take your kid to meet Mickey Mouse. You want to take them to meet the characters. That's a huge chunk of the Disney experience that you're not getting. And I have, I'll be honest, I've been telling friends or family that are taking their once in a lifetime trips not to go this year. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree completely. I I think uh, if, if uh, you've not been to Disney now isn't the time to introduce yourself to Disney mm-hmm. because you're not going to get everything. The Half the magic is going to be missing. Yeah. <laughs> Folks like Bill and I, we go to ride rides like a couple of dopes. We're not worried about that, but we can see how that would be uh, a giant problem. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, same with parades and fireworks. Those are things that kids look forward to. I look forward to them as an adult and I, can't imagine being able to look over at a four-year-old and say, sorry, you can't see Mickey wave to you today. I I heard that they will be having characters roam around Mm -hmm. and, you know, wave. Skipping through the parks, yeah. It's not going to be the same. Kids, you know, kids are going to want to run up to them. Yeah. And then the parents have to be the bad guy and say, no, but I mean, I'm, I understand we need to be, um, we need to put like caution in place and we need to not only protect the characters, but protect our kids too. So I get these things, but it's just going to be hard from a parent standpoint saying, right. sorry, you can't do that. Yeah. So when, if, if, if they opened up the Winnie the Pooh queue, would you let your daughter play in that play area? Right now? No, no. I mean, give it a couple months and yes, but. That's no. probably where the Rona virus originated. I hope not. On that, that honey, on that honey wall. On that, the one, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've all messed with that honey. You can't you can't not walk by that wall. And without touching it. No, you can't. Bill, you had a uh, a story a couple of weeks back about your niece. Yeah, yeah. Um so so my niece uh, uh has uh panic attacks in large groups of people. And uh, one uh, one time we were in the uh, regular queue for uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and we were probably a couple hours into it, you know, so not quite where uh, the fast pass line meets the regular line, but very close to that. And she started kind of freaking out. 
uh, because it's just small confined space, all of that. One of my friends uh, that I was with uh, just went talk to a cast member and somehow within like a minute we were getting on the next train. It was, it was amazing. But uh, uh, let's say you've got kids who have those kinds of issues or, or, or other issues that uh, uh, prevent you from uh, getting in line. What, uh, what suggestions do you have for them? My first suggestion is always know your child. Don't plan on a perfect day without taking your child's personality into consideration. In my family, we know that if my daughter doesn't take her mid-afternoon nap, we don't want to finish the rest of the day. So yeah. we plan on me staying in the parks and my husband takes her back and they take a nap and then they come back and meet me back at the parks later. We plan that into our days because we know that she is not going to be able to hand, handle that. As far as sensory issues, I always recommend like if it's something that you know is going to be an issue, get the DOS pass. So if that's something that is going to be a continuous issue for your niece and you know that she's not gonna be able to stand in line, you can just go to get services and you can get that pass. And then you just schedule that time and she doesn't have to wait in the line. She can wait elsewhere in the parks. Um, another thing is distractions. So I always say that you have to have those fun, quick, quiet games to play in line, like rock, paper, scissors, or I spy. We, we do the Play Parks app and we have headphones. So those things that can be a distraction so that they don't feel like they're waiting in line for a long time. Yeah. Now, if it is one of those, like, I am focusing on people around me, like you said, cast members will fix that in an instant. But I would say if that is a, a frequent issue, it's something you know is going to happen, then I would definitely go with the disability pass. Mm -hmm. I wonder how... Uh since they are doing away with FastPass Plus, how they're going to do the disability access service now. I mean, they have to still have it. It's something I've, that they read, have to I've read that. I don't think there's going to be any changes as far as we know yet. For the DASPASS or? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. You know, I mean, the reality is you've got people who have physical or, or other impairments that uh, prevent them from uh, going through that. So, yeah. If you guys have any questions for Samantha, uh, you know, ask away. Um, so what do you, th what, what is your daughter's favorite park? Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that's obvious. Fantasyland. She could spend all day in Fantasyland. That's yeah. why I said that on your live last week. We always go to Fantasyland first because that's where she wants to be. It's where she wants to see her princesses. Mm -hmm. And um, she loves Peter Pan. She... Loves Winnie the Pooh. I just heard you guys talking about that. Um, but for a kid, that's a fun ride. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't even register for her that it's a nightmare and all these right. bizarre things are happening. It's just, oh, look. And she will just find as many characters as she can. We'll, we'll do um, Enchanted Tales with Belle. We'll do Mickey's Full Magic. We'll do everything we can in, in Fantasyland before we move anywhere else. Yeah. Um, the carousel, she will ride 150 times a day if I will let her. We have to pull her away from the carousel. I don't know what it is about the carousel, but that is her favorite. She loves Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, doesn't understand the concept of you get one fast pass and then you have to mm. wait back in that three hour <laughs> long line and we're not doing that. You already wrote it once. But those are like, that's her happy place. She wants to be in Fantasyland. That's my happy place too. So it works out. 
I could probably influence that. But she she does love Epcot too. So really that that's not something that is typical, but that might just again be my influence. Like Figment yeah. is her absolute favorite character. That's so. all. Yeah. What about her favorite princess? Belle. <laughs> Me yeah. too. That's Bill's Me favorite. Me too. If, uh, Bill, if Bill could be a princess for a day, that's who he'd choose. What princess that's, would you be for a day, Barry? Uh, Ariel. Because I'm a ginger. Yeah, I'm a ginger. And Bill likes to. What do you do like? What do you like about that, Bill? Well, see what uh, what I like. Uh, what I well, the reason I want to be Bell is so I can wake up in the morning and walk through the park and uh, get everyone bonjour. That would uh, be nice. Hello you just me. want to be the center of attention. Well, you know, I just want people to say hi to me. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily. I mean, really, I guess the other, uh, the other part of that is uh, everyone's talking about me as I go through town. So I guess that's the half-empty side. <laughs> is uh, they say hello, but then they're like, "Hey, look at that guy." Um, <laughs> I, so I, I know that the family meltdown is not so good for you, Samantha, but for Bill and I, it's endless entertainment. I, I mean, mean, yeah. You guys crack me Oh, when up. you're watching okay. it from the outside, that is that is, that is a, a classic entertainment right there. When you don't have to participate, when you are walking, you're, you're looking across the way and you see that meltdown start to happen. <laughs> oh, it's gold. It's gold. That's, that's yeah. another time that like you can use that opportunity for the disability pass is to people watch. You will see some of the craziest things in, in Disney parks when you are just sitting people people watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I I tell you what. I I I had one meltdown once, and it was Rudy. Rudy, he 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 can he has to stop at every single photo pass, every single one, and that if we do one, that's fine. But he we just did one in Hollywood Studios. Remember that, Bill? Yep, I he remember. Stopped, well. and, and I knew at that point. Yeah, I, I I pretty much flipped out on that day, so I kind of feel for him now. I look that, at him a little differently. That's another tip that I always make, though, is buy the memory maker package, especially for families, because as the mom, I'm the one taking all the pictures. So when I have memory maker, I can stop at PhotoPass and I get to be in those vacation memories. Yeah. So that's something that a lot of people don't take into consideration is, yes, you can ask a stranger to t hold your phone and take your family's picture, but you don't know what quality you're getting. Mm -hmm. And once that person's gone, you're stuck with whatever they gave you. And Yeah. Plus, there are people like Barry who will, like, sneak up behind families and pretend to be a part of it. Which then you get back later and you're like, all right, let's see what we look like in front of the castle. And who is that guy? Why is, uh, why Bill, is Bill, Bill likes to do this thing where we'll be walking around the parks and he'll see people struggling to take their selfies and Bill will volunteer to take their picture for him only so he could take a selfie of himself and give the camera back to the family. That's how that, that yeah, I know. I know. I, also, I, also no, think, I mean, I, at least I he think, takes their picture. Yeah, I take the picture of them as well. Yeah. I just give them a bonus. So that way it can be like, all right, and here we are in front of the uh, 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 the castle in Magic Kingdom. And here's the guy that took that picture. I think it's just courteous. 
It is. Uh, you know, Bill I, just I, wants to be part of their memories too. That's true. I changed my mind. How I many pairs be part of their world, Barry? You should understand <laughs> that, Ariel. <laughs> How many pairs of ears do you have, Samantha? Um, I have like six on the wall behind me. I probably have twelve pairs. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm. I went with. Uh, usually, like, I went on vacation with my friend Mackenzie, and she like had to check a third bag of just ears. Yeah, I just started getting into ears like last yeah. year. Um, my daughter started wanting them, and so now she gets them, and I get them, and we just kind of share them. And then they disappear because she's four, and everything disappears in our house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just looking for a couple more pairs, and I'm like, "Hey, have you seen those ears?" She goes, "Yeah, those are mine, but I don't know where they are." I'm like. <laughs> Now, uh, how long do you think you'll uh, bring a stroller to the park for her? You know, I, because that's something that even if you're six, seven years old, yep, you get to a point where you probably don't want to walk anymore. I would say eight. Yeah, eight is where I I recommend bringing a stroller for your eight year old because that is there's nothing that's going to ruin your trip faster than hearing your kid complain that their feet hurt all day and whining mm-hmm. that they don't want to walk. So if you have that stroller option to just stick them in there, they can stop complaining and you can keep going about the rest of your day and the rest of your trip. And uh, that just doesn't ruin your day. But if you have to go back because you're tired of hearing them complain that they're too tired to be walking, you're just kind of like, okay, I'm over this. So I definitely say a stroller. I always recommend the uh, Zoe brand strollers too because they're one hand collapsible and they're less than five pounds. And getting onto a bus with a sleeping child here and having to collapse that stroller to get on a bus or any other transportation, it's a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. I still require a stroller for myself. <laughs> uh, I wish people nuts. would push me around in a stroller. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's Bill, exactly it. Bill pushed me around in a wheelchair once. Literally pushed me down a hill. Uh, I had a, I had a bad ankle, and uh, he right at the at the ticket and transportation center. I think we went over this already, but yeah, he. I said I said to Bill, I said, Bill, let me just see if I can. I wanted to wheel it myself and see if I can. He goes, Oh yeah, sure. He pushed me, let me down push. the hill. Didn't push. Yeah. So Bill should not be in charge of any strollers. No, Never. that's not true. I I am a very responsible person. Uh, I, we were walking. Barry said, I think I can do this myself. I said, okay. So I let go. I didn't push. I just let go. It's not my fault. Gravity wasn't his friend that day. He, 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 uh, never mind. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Rudy is right. You asked me to, to, to let go. You, I- you asked me. He was trying to create his own thrill ride. Yeah, and you should have seen his face. It. Uh, we laughed probably. Rudy and I laughed for probably about five minutes. It Gary says up. the ad- adult strollers come with drink holders. You know the ones the the um the scooters that you rent come with a drink holder and a USB port <laughs> to charge your phone. Yeah, I mean it, it is like sixty dollars a day to rent, but. I Holy mean, it's mo- better than trading your fuel rods all day. Oh, they're the worst. Fuel rods are the worst. I had to. I I tried that once, and I said, uh, "I'm buying my own." That thing gets you like a half a charge, and it's hot. Yes, mm-hmm. 
my little anchor power core thing uh, holds three char- three full charges before I had to charge it back up. Those fuel rods are the worst. Sherry wants to know if you fell out. Uh, Bill fell out in laughter. <laughs> and I was in pain. I was in physical and I was in emotional distress. Yeah, you were you were anguished. <laughs> it was sad. Uh, so, uh, I'm sorry, Barry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, when you go down to the parks, do you go to Target or Walmart or something like that first to get uh, some of the stuff that um, you'll give to your daughter during the trip? Um, very rarely. I know a lot of families do, but I'm going to be honest. and I'm going to say my daughter is an only child and she's very spoiled. So when we're on vacation, she just kind of gets what she wants um, from her father. I'm going to get put that on him. <laughs> but <laughs> it is a very good idea to buy those little trinkets that you know are going to be very expensive in the parks beforehand at the dollar store or, you know, Target, like you said, those bubble wands or little Mickey Minnie stickers, toys, things of that nature, glow, glow, glow sticks. Uh-huh. And as soon as your kid asks for them, you can pull them out of your bag and hand them to them. You don't have to go spend the outrageous park prices. I do recommend letting your kids pick souvenirs in the park. I say wait till the end of the day. Sorry, I just hit my mic. Wait until the end of the day so you're not lugging that on and off of attractions with you because you're not going to want to leave it parked in your stroller. But know your budget. Let your kid know their budget beforehand. Hey, you can pick one thing per day per park. You can pick one thing every one thing for the whole week, you just have to let them know so that they can plan on what they're going to get. They don't have to jump on the first thing they see. Um, but yeah, I, I'd good. say bring some little things with that can keep them entertained in line and you're not going to be spending outrageous prices to get the same things in the parks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good idea. I, I uh, did that with my niece a couple of times when I brought her down and I did not save any money because what it all came down to is, you know, you, yeah, okay, you, you can get Mickey or whatever, you know, like whatever she wanted wasn't what I already had, you know. So um, I, I like, 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 uh, like uh, what you get, what you managed to do with your daughter and all of that. My niece also, I would say, is probably a little bit spoiled because of, uh, 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 yeah, just it's she and I down there. So that's actually yeah. a brilliant idea. You go to the dollar store, you get the the dollar ninety nine uh, laser sword, and when they're in Galaxy's Edge, they want a lightsaber. You pull that bad boy out. Mm-hmm. They don't know any better. No, it's it's the little ones. I mean, they but <laughs> but they're still excited because it's still something new, and they're little. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if your trip, your trip's already costing you a lot of money. And if you know you're not going to have that extra money for souvenirs, you're still giving them something to make that day special. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, have you, have you taken your daughter to galaxy's edge yet? I have. We, uh, yeah, she built a droid with her dad. Nice. Yeah. So she did BB eight. And of course, when we got home, it didn't work. And then, and then COVID-19 happened and Disney Mm. hasn't been responding to emails. So likes doesn't work at all. Um, no, I've, I've heard that happening, but they've, they fixed them, but yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And I know Disney said that they were going to send a fix, but yeah, this was right before 
Now, have has she tried both milk flavored milks yet? No, she she doesn't drink milk. Well, it's it's like a it's not milk. I know, but if yeah. I'm afraid I'm afraid to have her try literally <laughs> anything that is even yeah. remotely dairy like. It just is it th- co- that's just a mom thing. <laughs> right, I got you. I got she, you. She gets tummy issues, so that makes sense. That makes sense. I think it's I think it's like a coconut rice milk i think or something like that but that would make sense because you know some people yeah and i mean it coke i i think you're right it is coconut rice milk but i mean we just stick to what we know you've tried it right yes and both flavors no which one did you try blue okay well, no, that does. That's no win Thank for you. you, Bill. That's no win for Thank, you. That is no, totally no. a win. That no. is totally a win, and and I can say that because how disappointed you were too. You're okay. <laughs> Said everything it needed to say right there, Bill. So, I, the to me, the blue just looked more appealing, and I knew I was only going to pick one, so the blue just looked more appealing. It was prettier. And did you enjoy it? No. <laughs> See, if you say that about blue milk. Green milk, you will despise. It's like uh, I I uh, I posted the recipe for it a couple weeks ago. It turns out it's ice cubes and ground up flowers. It's not true. They it's put it all liar. in a blender, and uh, that's uh, that's uh, what it what it is. My bunny might like it then. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, so you didn't like it at all. It's it's definitely an acquired taste. I mean, I I personally love it. I know Bill loves it. I we just said that about LeFou's brew too, that it's an acquired taste in our last episode of Mama Bear. I did not enjoy LeFou's brew. It didn't I, I didn't get the uh the big hubble up over it. You just gotta keep going and then eventually you like it. Well, I mean the 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 apple because it's like an apple cider, right? But the stuff on top was so strange. Yeah, just once you keep going, it it gets better. I felt I felt like they were trying. <laughs> I felt like they were trying to. Yeah, I, I feel like they were trying to do like a, a from Harry Potter world. Uh, the butter beer. Butter beer, and they're they're trying to, but they, they didn't. They, they that's that stuff is good. I don't like Harry Potter at all. That stuff is pretty darn good. Sherry uh, points out that uh, green is her favorite color berry, uh, so she was expecting to love it. But what does she say there? My glasses aren't working too well tonight. They're a little foggy. <laughs> it's because you had your mask on earlier, right? <laughs> I wanted that to play one of the things yeah. that I'm, I worry about, and I know it's way off topic, but when you go on like one of those 3D rides, like you go on to Philhar Magic mm-hmm. and you have your mask on and then you put on the 3D glasses, you're going to fog those things up and you're not going to be able to see anything. Well, I wear a mask with my glasses all day, and I can tell you the secret is you got to take your glasses and perch them up a little bit over the mask. You take the you take you take the mask right, and you take the glasses and you put them up over like that, and it it, de- it doesn't fog up like that. Uh, you know, you doing this uh, uh, kind of looks like uh, Chris Farley. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, that's, what do we have, William Shakespeare here? <laughs> all right, I wanted to play a game. Okay, I'm going to ask Samantha first, and she's ladies first. This is called four parks in one day. All right. Okay. What I'm going to say, we're going to go park to park to park. You're going to see, but you get one park. You're visiting each park in one day, but you only get to ride one attraction and you get to eat either one treat 
or quick service meal at each park. Okay. All right. First, we're going to go Magic Kingdom. I am going to go. This is the hard. You had to start with the hardest one. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say Cheshire Cattail is going to be my first thing to eat. And I'm going to go with Space Mountain. That's a, that's solid. People that are listening, I want you guys to uh, to uh, join in on this too. Okay, so we did Magic Kingdom. The Cheshire Cattail, I had that for the first time. Now that, that was actually better than I thought it was going to be. It's pretty too. Yeah, I, well, yeah. Apparently I don't eat things unless I think they're pretty. <laughs> okay, how about go Hollywood Studios? Least favorite park, by the way. Really? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Slinky Dog Dash. Because my daughter's favorite ride and food. I don't even think I have anything There's I want to eat. No. What about, about the- Mickey Pretzel? You got to get that in somewhere. <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> I, no, probably popcorn. I'll go with popcorn. Yeah, I guess that's a that's a that's a that's I a mean, win anywhere you we, go. Yeah. I'm, oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take that back, and I'm going to say the barbecue beef brisket at Woody's Lunchbox. There you go. Delicious. Woody's lunchbox has got some good stuff. The tachos are really good there. I've had them too. Yeah. They're really good. So you just had to be reminded a little bit then. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't really eat at Hollywood (laughs) Studios. We do a lot of character dining. So Okay. I saw I'm you're you're probably excited about the um the barbecue place that's opening up. Uh the at Toy Story Land, it's called Woody's Roundup, Mm -hmm. whatever I think it's called. That should be pretty cool. I think that's a character meal. I don't know if it's a buffet or or what. Not in the uh, near future, it won't be. No, no. It's, it's... <laughs> Melikins is talking about the carrot cake cookie, which is good. I used to like it. They changed it now. It's 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 not in that one place anymore. It's they only have it at Starbucks. Have you guys ever had that? No. It, yeah. it is good. It's a little It's a little uh, too much, but it, it is pretty good. Okay, so now let's go to Animal Kingdom. I'm going to do Expedition Everest and Flame Tree Fries. I've never had those. Oh, the pulled pork fries at Flame Tree Barbecue. They're delicious. So you're a barbecue gal. That's yeah. 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 Uh, barbecue sauce or hot sauce makes everything better. That's true. <laughs> Uh, Flame Tree is really good. I haven't eaten there in a while, but that place is solid. You can't go it's wrong there. My favorite. All right. Last but not least, Epcot. I'm eating in Mexico. I'm going to have empanadas and. Hmm. <laughs> this is not like no, Sorry. I'm not gonna go with Soren. I am gonna go with Test Track. Oh. Test track is uh, it's solid. Well, I'm I'm again thinking from a kid kid perspective. Test right. track, like building your car is cool. The at the end of like the gift shop area, they can go in and they can participate even if they haven't ridden to test track. So that's one of my tips. I do enjoy Death Track, and I wasn't. It was closed the last time we went. It was closed for a refurb, so I'm really hoping to get back on that. All right, Bill, let's go now. You. 
Magic Kingdom. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to do uh, Dole Whip and uh, probably uh, Haunted Mansion. Really? Yeah. No Casey's? No, no. I uh, I mean, I if we're just talking one thing, like we're going through one yeah. park at a time, uh, you know, I, I, I actually got a Dole Whip uh, uh, last night. Uh, Sweet Frog, uh, which is a yogurt place, had, uh, had the Dole Whip, the official Dole Whip. <laughs> and it was uh, it was pretty fantastic. Um, so yeah, I'll go Casey's instead since I just had a Dole Whip up here. What do you What are you gonna have from Casey's? Uh, I'm just gonna get the uh, the corn dog nuggets and uh, fries. That's that's fair. And you and you said Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion, yes. What about you? Uh, that's that's a toughie. It's your that's question. I, would, I know he was he was giving me grief about taking too long. Uh I would have to say uh, the whatever that ice cream churro sandwich is from um Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Yes. That yeah. thing was good. Uh, yes. And if you take they have like little pancake syrups, and if you just take like 10 of those and dump it on it, it's even better. But you gotta eat it quick because that thing Cause melts. It melts. Yes. Uh, note he didn't say anything from uh, uh, Cosmic Rays. <laughs> no, well, we, I have desserts on the brain, and Cosmic Ray doesn't have much as far as desserts. Cosmic you know what? Doesn't you, have know, much. you know what I would do, though? I would take the ice cream sandwich to be hollow and go eat it in Cosmic Rays. Well, yeah, there'll be plenty of room for you. <laughs> so, okay, and as far as Splash Mountain, Splash Mountain. Nice. Yeah. All right. Moving over to Epcot. Let's uh, let's uh, we're jumbling these up, Barry. Where are you going, Epcot? Uh, I would have to do Soren. Yeah. Wait. 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 Nah, I take that back. Spaceship Earth. Wait. You had time to think about these. <laughs> Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Spaceship Earth. And well, you'll get to write it again before they refer back. I know. Isn't Possibly. that great? Well, yeah. It's not confirmed yet, but mm. um, and the uh. I don't know, I'm drawing a blank on these things now. Uh, the uh, that donut thing, the cronut. Yes, the cronut. That thing is great. Mm. What, what about you, Bill? I, I'm going to do uh, Soren, and I'm going around to Germany, and I'm I'm calling an audible. I'm getting both the uh, the uh, uh, the pretzel and uh, the uh, grapefruit beer. Grapefruit beer is good. Yeah, yeah. Grapefruit beer is solid. All right. Hollywood, Bill. Hollywood, uh, I am uh, going to do Tower of Terror, and I and I recognize that that upsets you probably because it's not Rise, but I'm going to do uh, Tower of Terror and um, probably Andy's Adult Lemonade. Okay. It's all right, Bill, because unlike you, I don't shame people for their decisions about what Wrong. they do. Or a ride. Wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go to Rise of the Resistance and the Blue Milk. That's easy for me. Yeah. All right. So that was fun. No, no, we no. Didn't do Animal, Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Oh yeah, I forgot Animal Kingdom. Uh you know, it's gonna put people up in arms. Uh dinosaur. And I never actually eaten them. <laughs> but they smell really good. The uh roasted uh almonds that i yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I smell every time i go past them yeah i'm gonna get the uh the mac and cheese with the barbecue on top um and uh probably do flight of passage 
I, I get flight of passage. Yeah. Oh, it's a great, it's a great ride. It's a great ride. People, uh, when I say my favorite's dinosaur, they, everyone gets on my case, but I don't know what it is. I love it. Not that I don't like flight Hello. of passage. Hello there. All right. So we have uh, these stickers to give away. <laughs> these silly stickers. I'm going to throw out a trivia question. All right. And you guys that are listening, watching, the first person who gets it right wins the stickers. All right. The question is, we were talking, we were talking about uh, the Winnie the Pooh ride earlier in Magic Kingdom, but it's also at Disneyland. The same exact attraction. Now, my question is, what ride did that replace in Disneyland? What ride did the <laughs> ma- Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh replace at Disneyland? Can I what text are- it to you to see if I know it? Yes. You can't win, though. I know. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> win. I just want to know if I get it right. You know, we talked about it. I've got an awake child. Hey. Oh boy. Mel- Melican says, "Mr. Toads, no, that was that's that was re- that's Magic Kingdom. I'm talking about Disneyland." Ah, Disneyland. Disneyland. I said because it's also that attraction is also at Disneyland. What attraction at Disneyland did Gary nailed it? Yeah, at Disneyland. It, it replaced is, Josh Gad. Mine is mm-hmm. trying to send to you. Tracy is the winner. Bear. Well, she said Bear Country. <laughs> what is Bear Country Jamboree? Yes, yes. The, uh, that is the Walmart version <laughs> of the Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah, yeah. You are, you are, you are correct, sir. Yes. And uh, I'm not sure what year. I think it was either 2003 or 2004 that uh, Country Bear Jamboree. Now, I- I've never been on Country Bear Jamboree. I know Samantha's probably, <gasps> but. I've never been on that one, but yeah. So at Disneyland, uh, Winnie the Pooh replaced Country Bear Jamboree. Crazy stuff, right? Samantha, going back over to uh, what we were talking about with uh, kids and uh, going to the parks and all of that. Do you have any other tips that you think are important for? folks to know if they're bringing their child down any any i know that's probably a loaded question you probably have like a a scroll of that stuff but uh um i've got a couple let's i will say always plan for the weather uh socks and shoes you need to have extras in your bag because their shoes are getting socks are going to get wet every single day i mean it rains in florida and again we don't want to listen to that complaining so i always just swap our shoes out and we're good to go. Um, have a poncho for the stroller because and cover it before you go and get any cue. Yeah. Because you're going to come out and your stroller is going to be soaking wet. If not, and your kid's not going to want to get in it. So that's another one. Um, if you're staying for fireworks, do not try and leave Magic Kingdom when everybody else is. Ooh. Wait, <laughs> wait in the hub. I think that's good advice for everybody. That no, because everybody else needs to leave. So that <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. So yeah, that sure, our plan still works. Yeah. Um, know where the closest bathrooms are at all time. Use the app. Know where the, where you're going to take your kid to the bathroom because it happens that fast. Yeah. 
These are simple things, yet it's things that probably people wouldn't, they don't plan for because they over plan for everything else and they forget the little things. And you can't over plan because like we said, kids are unpredictable. They're in a different environment than they're used to. You're breaking their schedule and kids need routine. So you just have to be flexible. You got to be willing to go with the flow and yes, have a plan. Know like where your reservations are, know which park you're going to be in, know where your fast passes are, what general area of the park you want to be in for that part of the day. But if it doesn't happen, Hakuna Matata, Mm -hmm. you know, just do what you can. You're not going to do everything. Do what you can make focus on making your kid happy, making those memories for your kid. Kids. Yeah. I I think people, people go in thinking that everything is going to be magical. Everything's going to be, you're going to be skipping through the parks, running through rides like you see on the commercials, right? In the commercial, they got a kid and the the mom, you know, trancing through the park by themselves. But yeah, you got to kind of expect that, you know, that's, that's not going to happen. But if, if you don't, you lower your expectations just a tad, you know, you're going to, you're you're going to have your kid and go with the flow. Exactly. You're going to have a great time. Yeah. You can. The magic is where you're going to make it. So mm-hmm. if they are ruining it, find something. I mean, kids are going to ruin your trip. Sometimes it happens. If they're ruining <laughs> yeah. the trip, the trip. And you know what? As a parent, the trip's not for you. The trip is for them at this point. You know, take an adult-only trip. That's I, I would say do that. Um, but you have to focus on what's going to keep them engaged and excited and happy. And if you're not doing that, they're going to be miserable and then they're going to make everybody else miserable. And we love our kids and we want them to have fun and we want them to experience the magic that we feel when we're in the parks, but the experience for us is different than it is for them. So we need to focus on what that experience is going to look like for them. The worst is when I see like, you'll see kids and they're, they're going around Disney and they're not looking at anything, but they have their like pad in front of them. I'm like, that's, (laughs) I know some, sometimes, you know, yeah, and I mean, I will I will be the first one to not judge a parent that does that because, yeah. like you said, it could be totally unpredictable. There could their kid could be having a complete sensory meltdown and right. just not want to be in the parks, and that's what they're doing to get through until they can, you know, take a break. Or so yeah. I say, do what you got to do. That's don't important. Worry, don't worry about any mommy shamers. Yeah. That's the that's an important thing to a point that you bring up because I feel like we 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 tend to look at other people that are, especially in the parks and like judge those people, you know, like I know I used to do it to people that were in the scooters until I needed one <laughs> once, you know? And then like, I was in that scooter and I was like, I know what these people are thinking about, you know, it's important what you do at what point that you just brought up. I'm glad. Yeah. You did. And I think that's what makes cast members so great too, is because they're not quick to judge. They're like, their job is to be empathetic and to make your experience what, you know, it's supposed to be. So they yeah. help with those things. Um, like we kind of all need to approach it that way. Yeah, no doubt. Have you had any uh, super magical moments that uh, cast members have uh, done for you while you were down there? Mm, Nothing no. jumps out. No, <laughs> I got, uh, I got free fries once. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where was that bill? Uh, at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, but where was and, it though? Uh, no, it's Magic Kingdom because what yeah. happened was uh, I we we all got on uh, the uh, Tomorrowland Speedway, which I had never done before. 
And about halfway through, my car stopped working. So he had to ask the people behind me to push me all the way, <laughs> all the rest of the way around the track, which was awesome because like every two seconds, it was just like bang, bang, bang the rest of the way back uh, to there. And after that, we went to uh, get something eat, uh, something to eat. And uh, because Casey's was so popular and the line was so long, we ended up going somewhere where there wasn't a line. So we went over to uh, Cosmo, uh, Cosmic Rays. How did and, I know you were going to say that? Um, yep. And uh, when we got up front, I was I was uh, waiting on my order. Uh, I don't know if it was Barry or Rudy or who it was, but someone uh, uh, said uh, that uh, I just had a, uh, a car breakdown on the Tomorrowland Speedway. And uh, the cast member said, well, here, have have some fries so she put uh some fries on my uh on my tray now that's magical that is that's magical free yeah. fries <laughs> i mean no but i also haven't had anything on my trips where i'm like oh that really was a bummer so yeah. i mean i would say our character interactions are the most magic but as far as like the extra magic mm-hmm. not much you never you never got a free stroll that's happened a couple times to me a Mickey straw? No. Wow. Yeah, like the big, the big, uh, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, no. I think you should complain. I think you should go in there and say it. you've never had any extra magic. Oh, yeah. They love that. If you go in and tell them, I would say, I have, I have a podcast and this isn't magic. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Say stuff like that because. <laughs> yeah. That is the way to make magic happen. You'll probably get a free mug. You'll probably get a free mug. Kicked out. No, no, you'll get a mug. You'll get a mug. Trust me. Uh, All right. Well, we are running on an hour and fifteen minutes here. I think we should wrap this up. Uh, First, I want to say, Samantha, tell them again uh, about the stuff you're involved in. Okay, so we've got Imagination Radio Network, which is the home for all of our podcasts. The Main Street Chronicles is our Disney history show. And Mama Bear Danbury is our mom's panel that I am a co-host of. And then we have the Lunchbox Ghost, which is coming out the beginning of July. We've already started teasing that on social media. Bill, since you like the Haunted Mansion, you might like our teasers for that show because I have been recreating some scenes from the Haunted Mansion in our videos. So if you want to go to the Lunchbox Ghost and check those out, you might like those. I most definitely will. Oh, and... We just launched an exclusive YouTube show, which is the Main Street Chronicles presents Untold Tales, Stories of Imagineering. And we have been interviewing Imagineers and getting their stories and kind of building a database of all of those things on YouTube so that they can continue to share those with us for years to come. That is awesome. That is so cool. It's fun. Samantha, Samantha, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you being on the show. Uh, we're going to, we're going to wrap this up folks. So, uh, I just want to, uh, remind you guys that, um, uh, we are available pretty much right now in any podcast, all your favorite podcast places, Spotify, Apple podcasts, all this, all this stuff. So if you could iHeartRadio just this week, yes, iHeartRadio. So, uh, uh, if you, if you like probably what 70, 80% of our downloads come from Apple, yeah, Apple uh, podcasts. I mean, really that's the most popular. If you guys are listening to on there, can you please uh, just give you know give us a rating? 
uh, we would greatly appreciate that. And if you like what we're doing here on Facebook, you can review us here on Facebook as well. So, Bill, did you have anything else? No, no. I, w- I, w- I will echo what you're saying about the ratings. That's how folks find uh, uh, the podcast. So the more uh, ratings that are out there and, uh, you know, gosh, by all means, be honest. Uh, remember, uh, five-star reviews go to Airbnb Disney podcast. If you are not a fan of it, it's behind the ears. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's where all the zero star reviews yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it, it would help us out a great deal. So if you're on there, please check it out. Yes. And and also I give Samantha's podcast, Mama Bear Jamboree, 10 bowls of mashed potatoes Yay. out of 10. All right. There yeah. you go. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next Thursday. Same time. Have a good night, guys. Good night, everybody. <laughs>